Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. Just to let you all aware that we use Anchor.fm and we're recording and producing all our, our podcasts. It has easy tools to kind of record, edit and then also distribute your podcast. So you'll find it easily on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is all done for you. Um, it's completely free and then it also allows you the ability to make money in your podcast through sponsorship ads such as this one um to find out more or to get started please visit anchor.fm or download the app via the google app store or the apple app store this podcast contains language and themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience This episode of What The Fuck Sports was brought to you by the Sasquatch. So this episode of What The Fuck Sports is Todd Carney, a curious bloke. So for those of you who don't know, Todd Carney is a former professional rugby player who played in the late 90s and early 2010s. He could cover a multitude of positions but excelled at fullback, 5'8", a halfback. Todd's last real full-time contract was with the Hull Kingston Rovers in 2018. Owing to a multitude of off-the-field incidents, Carney's career stopped and started several times. He was, however, an immensely talented athlete. Carney's career was ultimately defined by three stints at NRL clubs. The Canterbury Raiders from 2004-2009, the Sydney Roosters from 2010-2011, and the Cronulla Sharks between 2012-2014. and 2014. So I'll kind of give you a brief introduction and a kind of a brief layout of what happened at each club and what particularly were his off-field indiscretions. So, Carney made his debut uh, in the NRL in the 2004 season at the age of just 17. After a handful of appearance, he was named the Canterbury Raiders Rookie of the Year, despite only playing 11 games and scoring a single try. Carney was also rewarded with a starting position in the Junior Kangaroos annual fixture against Papua New Guinea, where he tallied a record, I think it still stands, 20 points. 2006 was Carney's breakthrough year, however. He cemented his position in the first grade team, scoring 12 tries in 18 games. He was the Canberra Raiders' leading try scorer in 2006. His long-range kicking game also became a future of his play, going on to record numerous 40-20s. And Carney won three games in extra time off from 40-metre drop goals, as Canberra finished in the top eight in the NRL competition however his selection chances for the new set wales country origin team were laid to rest due to another driving related off-field misdemeanor in may of 2007 despite being disqualified from driving carney drove a youth belonging to his teammate steve aaron good name and um, police began to pursue the vehicle after noticing the wheels of the youth lose traction as it went around the corner despite the police car having its sirens uh, sounding and lights flashing Carney refused to stop his speeding vehicle, leading police in a high-speed chase through the back streets of the Canterbury suburb of Bruce. After turning into a dead-end street, Carney stopped the car and fled the scene on foot, leaving Erwin in the passenger seat. Erwin told police that Carney was the driver. After an incident, however, on the 16th of December 2006, so at the after the season in Goldburn, 
Carney was charged with drink driving and reckless driving. Following, a le- following legal proceedings in February 2007, Carney was suspended from driving motor vehicles for five years. Police went to Carney's home address, but he was not there. Instead, the police found his 23-year-old roommate, Tom Whittacombe, who claimed he had not seen Carney since earlier that afternoon. The next morning, Carney turned himself into the police. On Tuesday, 12th of June 2007, Carney appeared at the ACT Magistrates Court. Carney pleaded guilty to the charges of failing to stop when directed by police, neglect, negligent driving, and driving more disqualified. He was spared jail, but the court placed Carney on a 12-month good behaviour order and banned him from driving until 2012. He was also sentenced to 200 hours of community service, and the magistrate warned Carney that if he were to commit another offence, he would undoubtedly go to jail. Controversially, the Raiders club sacked Steve Irwin, who was not charged with any offences on the incident, but retained Carney. A large portion of that to do with the fact that, that Carney was the Raiders' top choice scorer for the 2007 NFL season. Off-field misbehaviour, however, continued to play Carney's playing career. And on the 20th of July 2008, it was alleged that he had urinated on a man in a Canberra nightclub. The man had to undertake counselling to overcome the trauma of the incident. Carney was suspended from participating in league matches and training while the allegations were investigated. The complaint, however, was withdrawn two days later, but Carney remained suspended for the round moon match against the Gold Coast Titans. The nightclub allegations sparked renewed interest in Carney's 2007 negligent driving charges when Steve Irwin claimed that Carney was intoxicated while driving at the time of the 2007 incident, but Irwin had been pressured by the club to remain quiet and attempt to avoid jail sentence for Carney. The incident led to the club imploding an ultimatum on Carney, which included a five-point plan whereby Carney would have to A. Stand down from training and matches for the rest of the season B. Go on alcohol ban until the end of 2012 C. Undergo counselling D. Complete a community service programme and E. To pay a 20,000 Australian dollar fine. The NRL threatened to deregister his contract for two years if Carney did not accept the plan in order to protect the Raiders from losing him to another club. Carney asked for a variation of the plan where he would avoid points one and two. This was unacceptable to the club's board and on the 7th of August 2008 the Canberra club sacked and terminated his 400,000 Australian dollars season contract. That it's quite a big contract in, in the rugby league, and um, especially at the time, it's nothing to a soccer player or an NFL player. But in rugby league, it is kind of a big contract. A million is kind of your your top players. Carney was deregistered by the NRL, and he would not be eligible to complete compete in the competition until 2010. Carney attempted to follow ex Dragons coach Nathan Brown to Huddersfield Giants on a one year deal, but was unable to obtain a visa in late 2008 due to his previous drink driving offences. Carney applied to the NRL in an effort to play for an Australian club in the 2009 NRL season, but the NRL stated they would not accept the registration of a contract for, for Todd Carney for that season. As a result, he was kind of in limbo um, for the year of 2009. Um, there was a number of off-field incidents. So in February, he went on a vandalism spree in Goldburn, jumping on a car bonnet, damaging the entrance to a phone zone store. He received a 12-month suspended jail sentence and was ordered to undertake alcohol counselling. Carney was assaulted by four men on the 10th of May. Uh, one of those men was former Cowboys, Broncos and current, well at the time, London Broncos player Nick Sliney. Carney report, reportedly injured a man by setting his pants on fire in an incident on New Year's Eve. The man suffered burns to his buttocks, scrotum and upper thigh 
after allegedly having his pants set alight while on a holiday at Early Beach in Queensland. The police did not investigate the incident, however, and the man made no formal complaint. His 2008 pre-season was pretty eventful. He became the subject of a three-way battle between Canberra, Manly and Penrith, however eventually he decided to re-sign with the Raiders until 2010, with an option of a four to two years. Displacing Captain Brayton Anasta to lock. His switch to the halfback position was very successful, with the Roosters only taking a five-game winning streak soon after the move. Currently formed an incisive attacking combination with his halfback partner, Mitchell Pearce, who obviously has had a number of off-field instances as well, they're worth having a look at. He was also facilitated to his outside backs with Anthony Minicello and Sean Kenny Dowell, in particular, showing increased productivity that season. In addition, he had also taken on the cooking, kicking duties and he scored over 200 points that season. As a result, he was named a Daily M uh, medalist for the NRL's best player, which is the equivalent of the MVP or the PFA Players of the Year, Player Player of the Year, um, for the NRL that year, and he also received Rugby League International Federation's International Player of the Year award. So that was 2010, a great season for Kearney, especially after what he had in 2009. In December 2010, it was reported that Kearney had injured himself, however, after falling from his balcony while trying to gain entry to the bu- to his building, um, after he locked himself out. Especially considering the Sydney Roosters. Roosters um, had offered Carney a contract for 2010, 2011. So this all happened before 2010 season. In that season he had, that year he had to himself. So anyway, after his season-long ban from the NRL, Carney joined the Sydney Roosters for 2010 season. After playing all of the football for Canberra at half-back position, he was shifted to full-back position by coach Brian Smith. After his debut against the South Sydney Rabbitohs in a 36-10 victory, Carney was kept at full-back, only shifting into the half-back position to cover injuries or representative absentees. That was until round 14 against the Melbourne Storm, where he was permanently switched to half-black. Now on to the 2011 season. Um, over the course of two years, Carney did play a total of 118 games, 115 at club level and three at representative level. However, on the 26th of February, it was reported that Carney would face a low-range drink driving charge. Sydney Roosters confirmed that they would stand by him throughout his indiscretion. Following, however, a second incident in three months, NRL management stood Carney down from the Roosters indefinitely, and he was subsequently required to receive treatment for his behavioural issues. This was all before the season had started. So he did return in round 10 in a clash against the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, however, in early August, so kind of come towards the closing stage of the season, Carney, together with Nate Miles and Frank Paul Nuisala, broke a team agreement to not touch alcohol for a two-week period. All three players were subject to disciplinary hearing. And on September 8th, it was announced that the Sydney Roosters would release Carney from his final year following a request from his management. Carney's first year at Cronulla was actually very good as he helped slide into the finals. However, they were defeated by the Raiders in the qualifying finals. Qualifying finals. He was also selected to represent New South Wales in the annual State of Origin series, playing at the 5A position. Carney spent the off-season recovering from, a, from an Achilles tendon tear. But despite an offer from the New Zealand Warriors, Carney signed up with the, with the Sharks for an additional five years from 2013 on. On the 26th of October, it was announced that Carney had accepted a two-year contract with the Cronulla Sharks, estimated to be worth 700,000 Australian dollars. Carney, for the second time in his career, was voted Daily M 5-8 of the year. On the 29th of June 2014, however, Carney was sacked by the Sharks due to a photograph leaked on social media in which he appeared to urinate into his own mouth. So it's a famous incident in Australian culture. It's known as the bubbler. Uh, 
as he was on his last warning for behavioural issues. The NRL's chief operating officer, Jim Doyle, said, I would be surprised if any, would, any club would show interest in signing him, considering his checkered history, and even if they did, it is unlikely the NRL would agree to register him. Carney then proceeded to bounce around a number of Super League clubs in the UK and France. However, success eluded him as the prime of his career had been wasted uh, with all the off-the-field incidents. However, on the 18th of January 2019, Carney appeared in the NRL podcast, The Bloke in a Bar. Great podcast if any of you do enjoy the NRL. Uh, Carney was asked by the host, Dean Camp, about the incident which saw his contract terminated by Cronulla. Carney said that this bubbler act had been performed by another teammate, Bryce Gibbs. Carney, Carney claimed the bubbler became a part of celebrations after each win. Carney also claimed the former Cronulla boss, Steve Noyce, was among club officials to witness Gibbs do the bubbler and says he did not bark at it before and the publicity circulating photo of Carney stole headlines and ultimately led to his exit from the NRL. Carney stated that Noyce only made an issue of the act because of the photograph becoming public. So I've been to Sasquatch, and that is the curious incident of Todd Kearney. Down the 10, Johnson gets a shot, it's Warner! Watch out! He's got getting away from the top speed! Touchdown!